All right, everybody, welcome back to the Culture Cast, a retro pop culture cast that is better than some and worse than others. I'm your host, The White Couch, and with me, as always, the chip to my Dale, the Patrick to my SpongeBob, the Rocky to my Bullwinkle, and if I pulled a rabbit out of my hat, I would get Mr. Jason Shepard. How's it going? Fantastic, How sir. How are you doing? Today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Sipping on the huge tonight, the uh, Miller Lite. Still ah, no yes. sponsorship. Still hadn't heard anything about it. Still, still chugging along for the sponsorship. I myself have a nice Nintendo NES controller mug full mm. of a turmeric latte. I wasn't expecting that. I was. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe a nice hot chocolate or something, but okay. Well, you know, got to got to try to stay healthy and all that good yeah. stuff. So got that and a vapor distilled water Look that is uh, simple truth or organic. I don't know how water is not organic unless it comes out of your tap. True, but not going to get sponsorship for water or turmeric. Uh, no, lattes. no, I'm proud of you though. <laughs> You're making good good choices tonight. That's Look. right. You got to do the little. You know, got to do the little things. I'm thinking if I make it to 80, I'd be doing yeah. really well. Yeah. That, that's good. a good age. It's a good number to shoot for. Yeah. You know, if you go yeah. out at 80, yeah, you know, I got I got Ocho in my name. So we're cool. It was the turmeric. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> or the Miller Lite. We'll see which works out. You know, you know, I've, I've heard uh, uh, people in their hundreds say that the key to staying, staying healthy and alive is uh, drinking every day. Right. Well, the words of uh, Burgess Meredith, the great late penguin, also sure. in Grumpy Old Men, drink your breakfast or eat your eat your breakfast, drink your lunch and your dinner. Yes. You can also shit in one hand and wish in the other and see which gets filled first. That's true. But you, <laughs> failed to mention, you failed to mention his biggest role. What's that? His biggest role. I figured the first thing when I think Burgess Meredith, I think of Mickey. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. No, I wasn't, you know, you know, oddly enough, I was never a big Rocky fan. Oh, man. Oh, man. Guys, we'll see y'all next week. Yeah. <laughs> go, go ahead and uh, shut it down now. No. <laughs> no. No, but I do. I do like uh, I was a huge fan of Burgess Meredith. And uh, but I always yeah, I always go back to the the old Batman show and the original because no one can do the penguin like he done the penguin. I know he 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 was an incredible penguin, but uh, but uh, Devito really maybe oh this will be for an, Are you sorry? are you forgetting everything right now? Like, are you forgetting everything? Oh my god! Did you just say Danny Devito did a great penguin? I think he did. Oh no! Oh my gosh! What? Oh no no! That was my. That's the one thing I. And it's funny. Batman Returns comes up several times in the podcast so far but uh yeah i didn't i didn't like it oh man really well yeah now uh, the burgess meredith was was yeah you know he was right on the money when it came to the comic book penguin but you didn't like the uh whole tim burton thing huh no no i loved everything else about the movie was man. not a big fan of the penguin i always associate the penguin with with a uh higher class of criminal he was a classy dude yeah like he's a classy bird <laughs> you know he's he's in the right pecking order oh oh 
Oh. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, so that's fine. We start out with uh with a little Batman conversation, but that kind of oh. lends into what we're gonna be talking about today, and that's uh Ooh. that is the wonderful world of cartoons. Yeah. And and some of our childhood favorites from the 80s, and I'm sure we're gonna have some fantastic agreements because there is no yeah, no, no, no Batman returns penguin in this list no. so <laughs> there's not but i gotta go on and tell you i gotta go on and tell you um i uh i i kind of picked a bunch of random stuff to talk about with cartoons just because i figured we would end up covering the the mainstays right like this the staples so oh, I I kind of pulled some out of left field, <laughs> left field to talk about. The uh, yeah, there's definitely like I mean, I had to dig out my shirt, you know, for sure. this episode. So I mean, obviously, there's going to be I think I think hell there might be a whole dozen that that are just on the same the same wavelength. But uh, I think there's a few it. surprises out there. Yeah. Well, let's uh, get into it. See what we got. All right, but before we do that, mm. there are a couple things that hit this week that we both agreed that would be very interesting to take a look at. And uh, just following up on last week, we seen the trailer for the Mario movie, the first trailer. Now we're going to get a look at a second peek. And this one, now I'll, I'll go ahead and let you know, I've seen this one. And Jason, okay, you said you have not, right? This has a lot of really cool Easter eggs, and this got me super stoked for the movie. Uh, but let's get it up on screen here. All right. Add the stream, and let's uh, take a look. Oh, 
All right. That was a much cooler trailer than the first one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, a couple of the Easter eggs from, you know, the original Mario uh, that really sucked were number one, the cheap, cheap bridge, you know, where the fish jumped out. I always hated that level. Yeah. Uh, so that was really cool to see him get smacked in the face because if you, you know, grew up playing Mario one, you got smacked in the face by plenty of those damn oh, yeah. things. Oh yeah. I like now, the uh, the falling platform when you stand on it too long from Mario Three. Yes, the little donut. That's why that yeah. one was uh, really cool too. Yeah. Did you catch on the Mario Kart reference when he slid sideways? That was the original voice of Mario, so that's oh, why they have him listed in there. So he's going to do a few of the parts there, which I thought was was great. Oh, because. Wow. At least we'll get all the sounds that we're used to Mario making in the game will be 100% accurate. Yeah. And uh, Luigi, big old scaredy cat. But this is the way I think Mario should be portrayed. I mean, it's that looks really good, right? It looks really good. I agree. That made me a little more excited to see it. Yeah. So I'm, I will, uh, I think I will make a theater trip. For that one, I think yeah, that is. I think that it'll is, be a good one. Going to watch in the theater. Yeah. All right. So, uh, one more thing. Super stoked about. I know what it's. I know what it's going to be. Now we've both seen this one. Yeah. Oh, now oh, wait, let wait. Me... one last can't. Oh, uh, oh, I know. I know what you're doing. Yep. All right. And you there's have a lot there, there's a lot to unpack in this trailer really. There is. Well, let's let's yeah. take a look at it and uh then we'll get your thoughts. This man, I'm her god, Get back. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. I cannot wait 
for Indiana Jones. I don't care how old Harrison Ford gets. No. Well, I so yeah, there's a lot there. I mean, this this is last ride is in. So um there's there's a lot um a lot of stuff going around in the rumor mill, right, about test screenings that have been done for the movie and there was apparently alternate endings and nobody liked any of them but apparently <laughs> Kathleen, Kathleen Kennedy wanted the one that was the worst for everybody and um, I don't know what uh, James Mangold the director like continues to to shut that down and say no none of this is true no it's true whatever you're thinking whatever you're hearing it's not true so I don't know um, I, I, I think the trailer looked really good you know, people had a problem with the last movie, Kingdom of the Crystal, Crystal Skull. I did not dislike that movie at all. I thought it was the weakest link in in the series so far, but like I just didn't hate it the way people hate it. And uh, I think this one looks like it's going to be pretty phenomenal. Of course, we saw the de-aging on Harrison, which confirmed <laughs> that whole time travel um, theory about the movie we're dealing with the space race era so obviously all this is going to come into play i don't know man i think it looks really cool i enjoyed crystal skull i agree that it was definitely the weakest of the series by far yeah. Yeah. but uh to me archaeology and ancient astronaut theorists uh <laughs> they yeah, go like, hand in hand you know like oh so i guess a nazi cult that had their Face is melted by like a ghost coming out of the uh, lost ark of the covenant, right? Was like too far. Was that was fine, right? But the, yeah, that yeah. you know that was a, that was more historical, more historically accurate, according to most people. Yeah, but aliens are just well, that's, that's too crazy. <laughs> yeah, too crazy. Hard to believe that the people that seeded the earth, you know, could have could be involved in a the movie. They're they're not Hollywood ready, is what it is. No, they so. There were really cool Easter eggs. Now, this is the first time I've seen it other than my phone. And I've not, I've only watched the trailer once. It was on my phone. A lot of really cool Easter eggs in there. But this one I've seen and it made me smile. I know which one you're going to be talking about. Because <laughs> I didn't I know, know. I don't know. And uh, let's throw it up on the screen here. Yeah. That was. <laughs> yeah. I see that and I was like, oh holy shit, there's a nice yeah, I, mean, I, I knew right I knew right when I saw it what it was. I was like, oh okay, nice. I'll see what you did there. Oh, that was a fantastic little nod. You know, yeah. they and I think they've done that in every one of the movies. There's been a nod to Star Wars in them. I know R2D2 and C3PO might have made it into two of them. I know that they were in Lost Ark, right? On the they were inscribed down in the well of the souls, I think, when he yeah, on the like on down the there to get the art. Hour. Yeah, I don't know where else they showed up at, but yeah, I'd have to look it up. If you're out there and watching, leave it in the comments below. Let us know where else are there Star Wars references inside the Indiana Jones franchise. But speaking of franchises, let's get on to the main topic of today, which are cartoons. Yes. All right. Everybody me, loves a good cartoon, right? Before we start, let me just throw a quick rest in peace out to Miss Kirstie Alley, who passed away last night from this recording at 71 of cancer. So, major bummer. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, it was uh, sad to see, uh, you know, cheers. fame, And I just found out I'd never realized that she was in Wrath of Khan. Yeah, she was as, uh, as a major character. Yeah. Yeah. I was she never sure. a, uh, a too big of a Trekkie outside of the next generation. Uh, but yeah. I found that out today. And of yeah. course, you know, Christy Alley to me, it was always cheers. I mean, who was going to re replace Diane? No, the show was going to go downhill. Yeah. It didn't. It, no, it no. arguably got better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was she was fantastic in Cheers. Man. Look who's talking. I mean, right? Yeah. So yeah, bummer. So, um, well, you know, Jason, we we you know all about Murphy's Law, right? Anything that will go wrong will go wrong. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard about Cole's Law? Oh man. <laughs> it's shredded cabbage. <laughs> See you guys next week. Yeah. Well, I got a little worried because you sent me, you know, you threw it up there. It was Christy Alley's death. And I was like, mm, wow, that's going to be hard to. Uh... <laughs> let's, put, let's, put a, let's put a little levity in there somehow. Coleslaw joke. Yeah, that's going to be hard to roll off a Murphy Laws joke right after yeah. right after that. But, you know, there's a segue for everything, right? You made it happen. You made it happen. <laughs> I'll give it to you. I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting that. So. All right. So, uh, cartoons. Get cartoons. off the school bus in the afternoon. You go in. Turn on some TV while you're doing your homework. Yeah. Saturday morning, you get yeah. up. You're eating a bowl of cereal that we talked about last week. We're all doing the same thing across the United States. And what is that? We're going to watch cartoons. Right. What are we going to watch? <laughs> what are our mainstays? There are so many to talk about. Now, like I said, I don't even have to make a list for the mainstays. I can just pop them off the top of my head. Right. So me as a kid, I'm going in and I'm watching He-Man and the Masters of the Universe because... That was my jam. That still is my jam. <laughs> um, man, just, I was so obsessed with it as a kid. Like, I had to see He-Man, right? So, I loved it. I went and saw Masters of the Universe Power Tour when it came to Rep Arena. Do you remember this? I remember that going around. Now, I never got to go see any of the shows. My dad took me to see that at Rep Arena. I just thought it was the coolest thing, man. Um, you know, the movie came out on my birthday in 1987, the same oh, year. And so I had to, went to the theater and saw that. Had all the toys, still have all of them. Um, uh, yeah, the cartoon. I mean, I, I subscribed to He Man magazine. We get oh, one. Oh, really? I didn't know the mail. Magazine. Yeah, you get one in the mail every month, man. And, um, my parents did me for a couple of years. They subscribed to it and just obsessed, man. Just, just absolutely. It was one of the biggest, I think, um, cultural phenomenons of that era. And I mean, uh, I had to watch it every day after school. So it was definitely watching He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Yeah. So He-Man he was definitively on my list. Yeah. Uh, so a couple, couple He-Man related questions here. Okay. Who, now I had the action figures and watched the cartoon, seen the movie. Now I didn't get to do I didn't do any of the extracurricular 
He-Man stuff. Was that the one that was on ice? Because was there a He-Man on ice? So it's weird that you say that because, and you know what? While, while we are talking about it, let's just confirm this because I didn't think that there was. I called for years. I thought it was He-Man on ice. But um, when I looked that up, it ended up being just the Masters of the Universe Power Tour, which they were not on ice. So let me just... Interesting. Maybe it's... We probably just stumbled upon another Mandela effect. Well, I actually went and saw Smurfs on ice at Rupp Arena as well when I was a kid. Um, no, there was no He-Man on ice. Really? Was there but a Shira on ice? I don't know. Let's look. Because my mind used to go to that too. I could have swore there was a. I know. Huh. Baron Stain really Bears or Baron Steen Bears? Uh, it is most certainly Stain. Ah, see, I always thought oh, I remembered uh, Stain. No, so see, there was no She Ra on ice either. Huh. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but I do know there was a Smurfs on ice because I have pictures of it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, man. That's so weird that we both thought that there was a He-Man on ice. Right, right. Yeah. Do you, let me ask you a question. Do, do you yeah. remember Sinbad being in a movie, the Genie movie? Yeah, you know what? I don't remember that at all. I know that's like one of the biggest Mandela. I remember movie. that. And do you? Because I, yeah. I, never, I never heard of it. Huh. Kazam, right? Or is it's it interesting how many? Because I'm like, I'm positive. I almost remember like seeing the trailers. What's the what's the uh, what's the Shaquille O'Neal movie? Is it Kazam? Or yes, but it's different than the Shaq movie though, because I know who Shaq was. I would never have confused Shaq, Shaq with Sinbad. I can see how maybe someone who doesn't know Sha Shaquille would. I mean, I don't see how. No, they're not. They don't look anything alike. Nothing alike. No. And. I was a big, I love Shaq and I would have definitely recognized Shaq being in it. And I remember when he was in that movie, but yeah. it was like Kazam or Shazam. It wasn't Shazam. That's the DC character, but yeah. yeah Kazam, what, was the, what was the, what was the um, Sinbad movie supposedly called? It, I think it was Kazam. Okay. But uh, yeah. 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 So no, we'll have to, uh, we'll save that for another episode and we'll, Just we'll go through all of the Mandela effects. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you mentioned another one there. and We'll go ahead and mark it off the list because I'm sure this was a huge cartoon for anyone in the 80s was the Smurfs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a Saturday morning staple for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. had Smurf cereal. I remember the little Smurf toys. I think you got them at maybe, was it Hardee's? Hardee's. I think it was Hardee's. Yeah, because yeah. they were very similar to the California Raisins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I had a bunch of those when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh, I loved the California yeah. raisins. Oh, no, I still have all my California raisins over there. The, uh, I wish Christmas I could just grab special. all these things within within reach and like show them, but I can't. Like, <laughs> yeah. The uh, Christmas special is still one of my favorite ever. And uh, one in particular song I love just because of that, that California raisins movement. But uh, the Smurfs. Fantastic TV. Several movies over the years, too. It's been a very successful franchise. Yeah, I never got into it past the cartoon. I guess I never watched I never watched those movies. I, I didn't know. 
they're not bad no yeah yeah you get kids you watch a lot of things and i probably would have watched the smurfs anyways so <laughs> oh nice i have a smurf on a skateboard whenever i'm able i'm going to reach out uh if i can grab it and just grab something correlated to what we're talking <laughs> about here so yeah so um so we've got another let me ask you a question what about the gummy bears well i was getting ready to mention gummy bears because i think they were airing around the same time well gummy bears came a little later but i remember that i guess smurfs might have been in syndication at that point and would air on saturday mornings with gummy bears so yeah that came to mind as we were talking about the smurfs man bouncing here and there and everywhere high adventure right. that's beyond compare they are the gummy, gummy bears. bears that's what uh our dog they are the gummy bears. <laughs> bump, bada, bump. the uh our dog is named rory and i call her rory bear and when I go and pet her and I'll do that, and I'll be like, Rory Bear bouncing here and there and everywhere. But uh, interesting fact about the gummy bears. Yeah. That was Disney's first attempt at full-length animation shows. Really? Yes. 85 to 91 is what it ran. And it's still to this day one of their biggest hits. Because it was, it was such it was a popular huge. cartoon. Yeah, it was a good show, man. I mean, uh, you know, six years for a cartoon, that's a that's a yeah. very healthy life. Well, it's funny because a lot of the ones I'm gonna mention tonight on my list literally had one season. So, <laughs> so yeah. So what else you got for us on your on your list of awesome cartoons? Well, we're since we're in that vein of Disney, let's just go ahead and tackle all of the Fox Kids Club. Now, I don't know. I know Fox is a, is a national thing, but I don't know if people outside of, I'm, I'm assuming they did, outside of Kentucky had the Fox Kids Club, right? Where they would show, you get home from school and they would show like uh, Tailspin, the Chippendales Rescue Rangers, Darkwing Duck, like bonkers, um, DuckTales. I mean, all of that was in there, man. That was good stuff. That just was, while we're in there, reminded me of another cartoon that I completely forgot about. What? Darkwing Duck. Yeah, well, Darkwing Duck. Oh, yeah. Such a great show. Yeah, great you know, video game too. Oh, it's, it's a cool, cool, very cool Nintendo game. Uh, I just read the other day that I think Seth Rogen is reviving that cartoon. Yeah, weird. Seth Rogen of all people, who's also where he's working on a, another Ninja Turtles movie as well. I like Seth Rogen. I'm fine with, I'm Wait a cool with yeah, Seth Rogen. yeah. i'm trying to i was thinking maybe i was getting confused with another seth but no it's or yeah it's seth rogan yeah yeah i know he was definitely on the uh turtles project yeah so yeah um man uh, yeah just all those like after school fox shows were like primo man all that disney stuff man i know like i said i, I mentioned a few episodes back that you you were a ducktales kid we were both pretty pretty big on it but yes now yeah, I mean, DuckTales would have been in my, that will be like, that would be in my top three. I mean, that is very easily a top three. Uh oh, it's Miller time, baby. Sponsorship. Um, DuckTales might have, and you, you know, you let me in on the, the song that, uh, <laughs> no, that song. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, DuckTales is in my top three. I mean, uh, easily of, of all time cartoons. 
not this new animation though. I'll watch it. I got very excited when they were bringing it back. It's different. Uh, I haven't watched it. I I uh, I saw what the animation looked like. I didn't think it was terrible. I try to look at those things being an illustrator. I try to look at them from like an artistic perspective, and I'm like, is this just dumbed down bullshit, or like, should I at least like appreciate what they're trying to do? I didn't think it looked terrible, but you can't be the animation from the original i mean that that was just all of those cartoons were beautifully done i mean right the story and everything is there but the end it is just because it's different i got the same way with uh star wars had a uh, resistance spinoff show and it was a 2d animation style to it and again great story but it was it's, it's something i'm not accustomed to uh, especially with my childhood favorites like DuckTales, because everybody looks weird at that point. We grew up with some really good animation and everything. I mean, you got to look at like like those Don Bluth movies, like um, like All Dogs Go to Heaven and all that stuff that was coming out, man. Like that, those the, the, the animation, the movement. You know, we were watching. Um, I, I subscribed to Disney Plus this past weekend to watch Willow, which I'll talk about later. But I liked it. So, um, in and, and we were flipping through and we were, and, and I was like, you know, I haven't seen Sword in the Stone since I was a kid. Oh my so we god. Put on, yeah, we put on we put on Sword in the Stone for a little bit and I I started taking a nap. I got sleepy, but I like I was like admiring like the animation and that stuff. And I was just like, they just don't do it like this anymore, man. Like I know that what they do now is art as well. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that it's not, but these were guys that were drawing every frame, every movement, every position, every, you know what I mean? And making it happen, man. It was just, um, it was just beautifully done. The movement, the the fluidity of everything was just so good. All those cartoons had it, man. Especially all those Disney movies back in the day, so. Right. Um, so you mentioned Tailspin. Tailspin was a good cartoon. Yeah. Uh, I, th I think it was a little underrated. Uh, you know, you're pointing out this specific block and the best thing about all these shows were their theme songs. Oh, that's yeah. where Disney hooked you with the entrance music that was get stuck in your head. It's easy, you know, easy. I still have every one of those songs will get stuck in my head at some point throughout a year. You know, I don't really I remember. What, I don't really remember what the tailspin theme song was. I know if, it, if I heard a few cues, it would. Oh, we o tailspin. Oh, we o tailspin. All the something we get in with another tailspin. All the trouble we get in with another <laughs> tailspin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It had that very, uh, you know, jungle jungle beat vibe to yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, it's great for all the, you know, all the uh, Jungle Book characters. Jungle Book was a great, was a great Disney movie. For sure. For sure. And, uh, Chip and Dale. Yeah. Dude, that was, yeah, that was one of my favorites. And it just so happens that everything that we're talking about also ended up making really great Nintendo games. Yes. Oh, man. I love the Chip and Dale. I love DuckTales. Duck DuckTales, Chip and Dale, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck. I mean, those are all really fun Nintendo games, man. Yeah. Aladdin. But Disney did really great to, uh, you know, side scrollers. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, who was your favorite character on Chip and Dale? I liked Monterey Jack, man. 
I like Monterey Jack too. He had one concern. It was cheese. Cheese. That was it. It's all you need in life. If he caught a whiff of cheese, it wasn't, <laughs> you couldn't stand between him and a piece of cheese, man. The uh, cool thing about Chippendale is it always had a very steampunk vibe to it. It had a lot, you know, a lot of uh, steampunk undertones, which mm -hmm. I always thought was cool. You know, Gidget and her, her whole get up there and Monterey oh, yeah. Jack with the goggles on the head and they had the little yeah. airship going through. Mm -hmm. uh, but I didn't like Dale. You didn't like Dale? I didn't like, I didn't much care for Wait Dale. Wait a minute. Now Dale's the one in the Hawaiian shirt, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like Chip. I was more right. of a Chip guy than a Dale guy. You know, it's funny. <laughs> There's a meme going around and it's like, okay, maybe that, that really is true. It was like a side-by-side -side picture of Chip and Dale, right? And then next to it, it was a picture of Indiana Jones and um, Tom Selleck from Magnum P.I. And I was like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen the one you're talking okay. about. Yeah, could be. Oh, yeah, you, after you see the picture, yeah, it's, I, you know. Yeah. Uh, great video game. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, um, Inspector Gadget was never big on it. You was never big on Inspector was Gadget. Never big on it. I would watch it from time to time, but I was just—it was not ever anything. I was ever just like, I gotta watch Inspector Gadget, man. Like, oh, I used no. to. Um, yeah, Saturday mornings, you get up, watch Inspector Gadget. Now, I was a big fan of Get Smart. Yeah. Okay. Did you, you ever see? So you yeah, see I remember. Smart. Smart. Yeah, Don yeah. Adams, Maxwell yeah. Smart. Yeah, the, the, the shoe phone. Yes, yeah, yeah. the cone of silence. Yeah, I always <laughs> loved the uh, the bumbling detective movies, and you know Don Adams in cartoon form as Inspector Gadget. Well, that's just yeah. fantastic, you know, because it's basically Maxwell Smart in a cartoon, and uh, good, good, evil. You know, Doctor Claw, petting the cat. Yeah, Doctor Claw, the cat. Yeah, very synonymous in spy movies. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So I was no, I was no. Maybe I need, to, I need to go back and give it another chance. Nothing wrong, you know. The movies not so good. Not you so don't good like Matthew Broderick as Gadget? Eh, not really. No, no. Yeah, he needs to stay animated form. Mm -hmm. Halloween outfit I want to do one year is Inspector Gadget. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. But you got to have some some contraptions, man. Oh yeah, no, I you can get the shit that comes out of your hat and everything. Oh, that's, that's the, like the helicopter handles. Yeah. That's pretty rad. <laughs> that's pretty rad. If you ever do get it, you have to do it on the show when I just wear it. Oh yeah, just as normal, you know. Just, oh yeah, how's it going? Yeah. Don't mind me. I'm just yeah. The uh my favorite one of my favorite memes to send to people, you know, is the uh go go gadget, you know, whatever. And then there's one that's going around with go, go fuck yourself. And he gives the middle <laughs> finger. And I think that's fantastic. So that'll get us kicked off YouTube right there. <laughs> Look, I'm, 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 I'm the one trying to watch my language here. And here you are. Just... Well, you know, we did have to throw out the meme. You know, we, we can probably get away with one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm surely I can get an air horn. For mature audiences only. So uh, what else? What else we watching? I'll tell you what we're watching. I told you I was going to come out of left field with some stuff. We're watching Brave Star. 
Yeah, I don't know Brave Star. I know Brave Star. You don't remember Brave Star? Okay. No. Brave Star came out. I believe it was from 87 to 88. And it was actually Filmation, the company that did the production company that did He-Man and She-Ra and things like that. It was their final um, production before they, they went out. And so it's a it's a it's like a western that takes place in the future on this different planet and so like like brave star his name is marshall brave star and he's like a native american i guess sheriff type he's got a robotic horse named 3030 and uh he fights this main bad guy named tex hex on this planet i can't remember the name of the planet but anyway the whole big thing is they're mining this this uh resource called carrium or something like that and it's like i guess it's like a their major whatever you know uh like coal it's like it's like their coal or something you know what i mean but um ah, man so the whole thing is is he's native american so he's got like these different powers he's got like the so it's like i, I wrote it down here eyes of a hawk speed of a puma strength of a bear ears of a wolf um and so like he's just a badass like really cool cartoon man it was one of those short-lived maybe one season i think and actually as we're going through here as they come to mind i'm going to tell you if you're interested in watching them where you can watch them at and i know for a fact that there is an official brave star uh channel on youtube with all the episodes up there pretty sure in like the best format you can you can watch them in um and but they're all on there and uh just a really fun cool cartoon man had this like dark kind of mechanical futuristic sci-fi meets western vibe um but i remember i was hooked on it when i was a kid and um the action figures that they made were so cool because they were literally like i don't know nine nine or ten eleven inches tall all this articulation all these accessories all these weapons the all these removable vests and, and things and it was just so cool and i only ever had one and it was brave star and i live in lexington now but when i was a kid you know i didn't live in lexington i lived down Schweitzer, <laughs> and and we would go to lexington maybe a few times a year and i am and, and usually it was around christmas time and so at the time in Lexington, there were all these toy stores like Hills and Children's Palace and Toys R Us. We had all that up in Lexington and we would go, and we would walk around these stores for Christmas. And um, I begged and my parents would always get me, let me get one thing to take home from the trip. And so I got a Brave Star that day and um, only one I ever had, but I wish I still had him. He's so cool. Y'all check that out. Very cool cartoon. That's interesting. That'll uh, I'll have to to uh, check that one out and pass the time. Yeah. So let's see. I made a fairly extensive list because there's okay. a lot of stuff to talk about, but I don't think I'm going to have anything that I'm really going to surprise you with. No, I think I've pretty much got your list pegged. I believe I. Yeah, did. I think. Oh, yeah, I'm sure yeah, you got a whole got bunch it. of it. Yeah. Uh, Hmm. Mask. 
Uh, that's, on, that's on my list. Okay. Yeah. I figured that would be, yeah, there's nothing on here that I'm, I'm very positive that, uh, my, my, my mask. <laughs> I was watching it uh, like two nights ago because I knew we were going to be doing this episode. So I was like, you need to watch some mask. Right. So uh, the guy who runs Shakara Pro uh, Wrestling up in, I think it's in Pennsylvania, uh, he is a huge and avid mask fan, like fan pages and and all kinds of stuff. And I remember I enjoyed mask. I liked it. You had the gas station built into the cliff. Oh, yeah, that was cool. You had, I had the, I only had one. Yeah, I only had, no, I had two mask toys. I had a yellow something or another. That's how good of a toy it was. I don't remember what it was, but my favorite <laughs> was a green motorcycle that it flipped up and it turned into a helicopter. I had the green motorcycle yeah. and I had what I thought was the coolest was Matt Tracker and the Thunderhawk, the, uh, the red car, the main got the leader. Oh, yeah. Dude, that thing was just so badass, And, um, I really wanted to get a hold of that again. But like they're ridiculous if you try to look them up on eBay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you, if you can find it, goes for a lot. Yeah, I mean, if you can find it complete, it's like outrageous. But like, man, like mass mass figures and vehicles are not cheap to get a hold of anymore. It's like I'd love to have them, but certainly a cool cartoon. One of those cartoons that I wish they'd made like a video game after. Yeah, that would be that would be a cool game. Yeah. So for those not familiar with mask mask was it stood for a uh, mobile armored strike command and it was basically this unit of uh, people that um were up against this terrorist group called venom and they all had these uh, helmets with different powers and uh they used them while they were driving their vehicles now the whole tagline for mask was illusion is the ultimate weapon and while someone's car might look like one thing or another thing, or their semi truck might look just like a semi truck, <laughs> it could, it was like a whole like mobile command unit in, in, in built into itself in disguise. So, uh, just really cool. And actually, it was kind of, it, it was officially tied in with GI Joe. I don't know if you know that. Oh, really? No, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like Matt Tracker has, has, uh, helped GI Joe in canon stories before like it's all tied in i mean they're like venom is pretty much like the equivalent of cobra and it's all kind of tied in so well, i yeah. mean that makes yeah that may make sense venom and cobra right so no yeah it, it's um it was a great great cartoon you want to watch that that's for free on tubi right now so yeah got gotta get you some tubi tubi, tubi and so pluto good. tubi and pluto were so like if you had those you don't need anything else no, I, I agree. We, we found Pluto and we were able to cut cable pretty quick after that. Yeah. So uh, G.I. Joe. Yeah. A fantastic cartoon in itself. I love me some G.I. Joe. Got some Loved Sergeant it. Slaughter with a great, you know, the crossover into uh, into G.I. Joe and professional wrestling was always one of my favorites. Yeah. Love Snake Eyes. You know, what's not to like about some Roadblock and. Uh, roadblock. I've got G.I. Joseph in my reach and I'm like trying to get one, but I don't want to, I don't know. I don't know which one to get. So let's just keep talking. Who is, who is your favorite G.I. Joe villain? Okay. Easy answer. Loved Tomax and Zamot, the Crimson Guard twins. Ah, yes. Okay. Loved them. 
Yes, I they had the uh, face paint, right? Well, well, no, they were they were just twins, but one of them had a scar on his face, and that's how you could um, that's how you could tell them apart. But they all they were the ones they didn't have face paint. Um, they had like these blue sleeveless shirts on, and they had like red sashes, and they were pretty much just like these like business types for Cobra. Um, but they were um, they were the the Crimson Guard commanders. Okay, um, yeah, I was uh, you look I was thinking of ones that had the like the black, uh, like the wrestling face paint on. Yeah, these guys had the red sash coming down. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who you're thinking about. Uh, they look like they would have belonged. They would have belonged in like an '80s rock band. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I would have listened to their album if they had put one out. So, Tomac saying I'm not putting an album out. I'll buy it. So, uh, obviously, Cobra Commander was uh, fantastic. But my favorite, see if I can get this guy up here. I always thought he looked the most badass. So who who else was uh while I try to find this guy? Who else? Villain wise, I love this guy. Villain or hero? Oh, he got Serpentor. He had the he had the snake chariot that yeah, loved it. Loved it. Um you say hero wise? I I don't even know if he man, I don't even know if he was in the cartoon. Do you remember Captain Gridiron? Captain Gridiron. I don't think he was a he was a figure and he was in the Nintendo game, but I don't think he ever made it to the to the cartoon. He was like all footballed out. He had like football hand grenades and like wore a football helmet and had, you know, I like padding on and all this craziness. Zartan was who I was thinking of with the face paint. Zartan, okay. Yeah, those are, so there there's so Zartan, Xandar, and Zarana are all brother and sisters. And what's cool is their their action figures all had this feature that if you put them in the sun their their body changed colors because that's what happened to that's that's just something in their dna they kind of you can help them camouflage into places and stuff so uh yeah they were cool i do like them <clears throat> interesting i don't think i ever had any any of those yeah. uh but yeah. that was a big thing back in the 80s was your toys changing colors either and oh yeah or leaving them out yeah you had to have some kind of gimmick dr mindbender mindbender yes. loved him he yep. was cool. He had a monocle on. I had a, I had a uh, obsession with with uh, eyewear back then. Out there, a yeah. really good mustache. He had a great mustache too. Great mustache. Obviously, uh, Cobra Commander. You know, Destro was a big good villain off the cartoon. Yeah. The the thing about GI Joe is that there's so many like distinctly cool characters that it's kind of hard to nail down like a favorite because there were just so many cool ones which also makes it hard to collect the toy line if you're really trying to get into it i was really trying to collect the toy line a couple of years back and i was like i can't even begin to like there's no way i will ever 
Uh, where would you even start? I mean, yeah. you'd have I've to got, like. I've got like twenty, maybe, but it's like, dude, I can't. I can't. What am I gonna do? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's almost like one of those things where you have to like collect your favorites, and that's about it. Like, try to get a hold of your favorites. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Great. So, um, what else? What do you got? What do you got out of left field for me? Give me. Throw me some more. Man, what you know about that police academy cartoon? Oh yeah, I love Police Academy. Love Police love Academy. You know, it was a cartoon that was it was I think it was one of those that only lasted like a season. But they had a great action figure line. Um yes, they did. And I do have some of them up there. I have Mahoney, Hightower, Tackleberry, and uh Barbell Jones. But the thing is, the cartoon was so faithful to all the uh characters personalities only they were amped up like times 10 it was like <laughs> it was like yeah i know that like bobcat goldthwaite is a fucking nut but let's look even crazier in the cartoon like, right. right he's almost like an animal in the cartoon it's like bizarre yeah great but they did i mean they just did such a good job like faithfully nailing the personalities of everybody it was a lot I of fun did you know that him and the guy that played Sweet Chuck remained like best friends after yeah. like I, I seen a picture of them the other day or, or like I don't know if one of them passed away or something. No, they're both still alive. Yeah. Okay. I seen a picture of them the other day and they were out together, you know. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Like, you know what? Yeah. I, and what fantastic <laughs> on the screen, too. Yeah. Sweet Chuck. I love him. <laughs> I used to I love Police Academy. Yeah, I do too, man. I do too. Even the as, they, as the, the movies went on and they got cornier, I still love them. Like it's just stupid fun. One of the uh, one of the few movie lines where uh, where your sequels, I thought the third one was was the better of the series. You know, every once in a while you'll get something like that. And I thought that was one of them. Three, one, two, and three are like phenomenal. Right, four was fine. It was fine. And then these assignment Miami Beach, and then you got like uh City Under Siege, and as we kept going down that route, it was like, okay. But <laughs> I still love them. Still love them. Yeah, they were what well, they got up to like nine. Yeah. So, yeah, well, the cartoon was great. So what about Dick Tracy? Did you watch some Dick Tracy cartoons? Here's the deal. I um are are we talking about the ones from like the sixties? Because yeah, I would accept those because I went back and watched those. And, uh, you know, between I've, those and then they had the newer run. I didn't know there was a newer run. There was a, um, let's see what the years were. Because I got to be honest with you, I'm not big on the 60s ones. And I tried to be because I've been watching, I've been watching them lately. And they're just a little bit too goofy and they don't involve Dick Tracy enough for me at all. It's always like the, um, the, the different characters that they had that would he's like hey this is dick tracy from the office like i need you to go apprehend flat top and then it'll send out the uh the, whatever character they're focusing on on that little segment and it's like well dick tracy didn't even do anything in this so i didn't know that there was a, a, a new run ah you didn't know about it because it didn't exist okay I so figured. yeah so what i had done is i had bought <laughs> i had the dick tracy car, uh, cartoons on vhs but but you had the ones from the sixties. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they okay. were original ones. Okay, so, yeah, they're a little out of the eighties time frame, but uh, it was yeah. the eighties when I was. No, we can. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
No, that that works. Yeah. So so what else we got on our on our list here? Uh, let me hit that Teen Wolf cartoon. Ah, uh, okay. Do you remember that? I do. I do. Didn't yeah. watch didn't watch it, but I do I do know it was a thing. I think it was another one that had like one season. One season, but uh pretty uh pretty in line and on par with like the antics of the first movie. See, it's funny, I remember all these these little flash in the pan cartoons, man, from from uh when we were kids and I just I I can vividly remember them and I look back on them like pretty fondly. Um, I mean, I'm sure they probably suck now, but I mean, you know, um, I like talking about these things that maybe nobody really remembers instead of the, the you know, the big heavy hitters that we're, you know, going to mention. Um, I enjoyed those, man. And if you like the team of movies, Michael J. Fox, like you would like the cartoon. Um, so all the characters are there. James Hampton, who plays his dad. Uh, in the uh, in the movie, actually voiced him in the uh, cartoon. So, oh, nice, nice. I met that man. I met that man at Scarefest uh, several years ago. He was very nice. It was the same night I pissed off Ernie Hudson. Oh, wait, wait. How'd you piss off Ernie Hudson? Oh, haven't told you the story. No. We got a minute. Yeah, sure. Okay. Like you, I'm sure you probably ask yourself this right when we were kids when we thought of ghostbusters we thought of all four of them right, right. a lot of the marketing a lot of the uh, i mean this is no secret the, the the marketing and advertising campaigns oftentimes they left they left him out yes and i always wondered like well, what's the deal with that like is he is he not as big a star like did they not is he not one of the i always look at him as hey he, they're they're not the ghostbusters unless there's four of them right so I had walked past them at Scarefest. This was like 2010 or 2011, I think. And I walked past them and um, I was like, Ernie Hudson. He's like, what's up, my man? And I was like, oh, yeah. And I like shook his hand. I was like, man, I got to go back and talk to him here a little bit. Right. So I like went back to his booth and I got up to him and um, he was like, what's up, my man? And I'm like, hey, like, how you doing, man? I was like, listen, uh, man, I was just something I was always curious about. I was like, why were you left out of? so much of the marketing of the of the movie and and like the the sega game that came out like well after ghostbusters 2 like you you were already a major character like why did they leave you out of all that and dude he just did not take he did not take to it at all and i apparently hit like a really like touchy nerve for him because he goes I don't know. I'm not the damn writers. Why don't you go ask them? And then he turned away from me and started talking to somebody else. And I was just like, er, Ernie, Ernie, Mr. Hudson, Ernie, I'm sorry. What did I say? That was so wrong here. Uh, and then like a handful of years back, I read an interview that someone did with him that uh, I think he thought that Ghostbusters was going to be like his big breakout. And he didn't feel that it was. But I mean, I felt like it was. I don't know. I'm not here. Yeah, so I, I mean, can't, I, I, can't, I can't speak on that. But I mean, like, hey, when I think Ernie Hudson, I think Winston Zedmore, man. So, yeah. 
Right. Yeah. I still, I mean, I'll be like, Oh look, you know, Winston's in this TV show or yeah. What's Winston. <laughs> it's not, his name's not even... too, you know, now looking back as an adult and knowing what you know, now you see all the obvious things that were, that sure. shouldn't have went on. And, and yeah, I, but I didn't know that. That's interesting. I innocently asked him, I didn't mean to like kick up any shit with him, you know, and he just didn't, he didn't take to it very well at all. And I felt really bad. I guess after I learned that so he got the bad end of the stick. But I mean, did he? I mean, in marketing, maybe he did. But, yeah, I mean, he's a lot of people's favorites. You know, like you know, I I always came off the first movie. I was like, okay, well, he's not on the stuff because he gets hired halfway through the movie. That's exactly what I thought too. I was like, yeah, you know, so, okay, so you didn't want to spoil something. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, to me, yeah. he's got one of the the most iconic. Two, oh, two of the most iconic lines. Easy though, him oh. and Ray crossing the bridge. Oh yeah, that that whole scene, and then the whole courtroom scene where I have seen shit that'll turn you white. Not the, <laughs> like the mayor's office, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, dude, I don't know. You know, I love this town. I At the very end town. of the movie, exactly, kind of closes out the movie. It closes the movie out. I don't know. He didn't like it. I I felt terrible. I didn't, Ernie. If you're listening, man, I am so. You ever happen across this and be like, Who are these two? Who are these two guys, man? I am so sorry for pissing you off, Ernie. I respect oh, we should, we should, we should make sure that happens. Yeah, we need to make sure that Ernie Hudson sees Jason's apologies. And uh, I'm sure he sounds like he's he's better with everything now, but of course, he's, probably, he he's yeah. probably gotten a lot more royalties now with the newer stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's make he's done really well on uh on the other shows he's in too. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, but he's in Quantum Leap, that new Quantum Leap too, isn't he? Which I heard not doing that well, but then I've heard it wasn't that bad of a show, but still, it's not doing that well. So I don't know. I haven't watched not, it yet, but either. it is definitely one that that I want to see. Um, uh, it's one I'm very scared of the remake, but I heard they did. I heard they done the original a lot of really good justice and a lot of really good little eggs in there for it that's that's what i've heard too so i don't know so uh it's your turn you got to hit me with one i'll hit you with one that might be obscure all right dungeons and dragons yeah i never watched it didn't watch dungeons and dragons but i will tell you this i remember you remember miss tiggis and peaks mill or when did yeah. you come there yeah i was i was there in peaks mill in elementary or ki kindergarten yes I was okay. a grade ahead of, I was a grade right. in front at that point. Okay. I was going to say, cause I know we didn't meet each other until like first grade or something. So yeah, it was second, uh, second, second grade. grade. Yeah. Um, that's Tiggis. obviously what I got held back for everybody watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, damn, that's early to be held back, man. Like what? It is. Well, I had Bron, I had bronchial asthma really bad. That'll and you it. just, you miss so many days and it's, they don't care. Yeah. But it turned out, you know, for the best, I made a lot of good friends and a lot of people in the other class were, you got that right. they were always cool with me or everything, but I had really cool peeps in the, in the grade behind. So they, it worked yeah. out really well. Yeah. Miss Tiggis, uh, she had the Dungeons and Dragons uh, castle and like all a bunch of the action figures in the room. So whenever playtime came around, we would all like fight over playing with them. I do remember that, but. Never watched I, it. I never got into it. Loved. I loved anything medieval. So, mm -hmm. you know, that was right up my alley. But I remember I had 
a toy and for years i could never i would always just see the flashes of the toy and it was like blue arms and it had this weird looking skull like a helmet on that came up and it was like stone black you know boba fett mask in the middle look to it and i never could place it because i'd forgot all about dungeons and dragons even be in anything other than the the tabletop is his name is his name the war duke i don't know look it up look up dungeons and dragons war duke Oh yeah, that that is totally it. That is right. There you go. Oh, they make a Funko Pop of that thing. Yeah, so I used to have this toy, and it was the only Dungeons and Dragon toy that I know that I had. It's a cool. He's a cool. He's a cool looking dude. Yeah, it's one yeah. of the most vivid memories I have. Like, oh man, this toy was so cool, and I never could figure out where it came from until yeah. a few weeks ago. I'd seen where they, I was looking through a list and Dungeons and Dragons popped up and I was like, oh, holy shit. That's where, that's where that toy was from was the Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Yep. They, those, no, it was a cool toy line. I will tell you that it was cool. Um, War Duke was definitely in the kindergarten class with us. So yeah, that was, he was in there. We and, uh, not so good video games. Mm. <laughs> mm, I, I, was scrolling through NES ROMs one night and I like I'm not I'm not I'm not into Dungeons and Dragons at all but I, I ran across apparently there was a whole like series of games right for NES or maybe they weren't released over here. I don't know what it was but I tried them all and they were all just absolutely terrible. I don't know anything <laughs> about the video games outside of that but I don't know. Not for yeah no I've never played any Anything good besides the tabletop out of Dungeons and Dragons? Not fun. No, Eddie, Eddie Munson would not approve of those games. All right. So, that, well, that way that solved a mystery. I never actually got around to to googling there. Um, Just ask me. What What else you got for us? Well. Not so obscure, but I feel like we need to talk about Captain N, the Game Master. Nice. Good pick. Saturday morning staple, man. That's another one. That, 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 maybe one season. I don't know. I don't think it lasts. Yeah, there's long. not a lot of those. I've tried to go back and look for streams on that before. I found a couple, you know, here and there on YouTube. People have them posted, but they're yeah, not the greatest quality, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Just a nice... During that hot era of Nintendo, man, all that hodgepodge of characters coming together. We had Mother Brain, the Eggplant King or Wizard, whatever, from Kid Icarus, right? Wizard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, King, Hippo. King Hippo from Punch-Out. And then your good guys were uh, what uh, you had Kid Icarus, Simon Belmont Mega from Castlevania, Mega Man. Uh, who was the princess? I, I think it was Obscure. Just some random made up for whatever planet they were. Yeah. It's like the never ending story princess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Super fun, man. You know, and a great, uh, a great uh, thought, you know, if you ever got sucked into a video game, you know, what kid who didn't have that would have loved to go into Mario or, or Mega Man or Castlevania. Yeah. 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 Spent lots of Saturday mornings watching that, man. That was 
That was a good one. Yeah, Mother Brain was was absolutely evil. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah, she was so sassy too in the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Very sassy. Yes. Comical sassy. Definitely did not care for the way Mega Man so much. I didn't understand why he talked funny, but you know, hey, it was Mega Man. I'll take it. I know uh, I, I accepted it, but it was garbage. Uh, I did like the betrayal of Simon Belmont. I thought the vein, yeah. I like the narcissistic, very vain, uh, combing his hair all the time, looking in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you're a vampire hunter, that's very handy, you know, to you know, because they don't like mirrors, right? Right, or at least that's how you can tell when somebody's well, there. you can tell if they're there or not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, one thing I was going to mention, there was an episode which I thought, I was like, you know what, that is actually kind of cool. Um, they had an episode where Bayou Billy was in it. Oh, yes. Do you remember I, that? I think I remember that one, yes. Yeah. yeah. Bayou Billy. I was like, oh, how cool is that? Because Bayou Billy is a pretty cool game, man. So, yeah, Captain N, fun game, man. Um I think it was probably right there at the same time as like the uh, Mario Brothers Super Show was going on, right? You had a lot of Nintendo cartoonage to to pluck from back then, so. Yes, yes, there was wasn't a shortage. Yeah. So. All right, what, so. I'm all out outside of we're going to get into some Ninja Turtles and uh, real Ghostbusters. And that's really where about I'm out at this time. I uh, knew you were going to come to The Simpsons was. Yeah, I was the Simpsons on my list because I remember, you know, it was an adult cartoon on Tracy Ullman. Mm-hmm. But I remember some very ugly looking yellow people on my tv at night and uh <laughs> that's where i got started with the simpsons and i thought you know that was one of the most iconic cartoons of i think our generation was it the certainly simpsons. is still going i still rock simpson sings the blues well got i was it. gonna say like it was so big that it spawned action figures which were got that on my phone you got the simpson sing the blues Oh, absolutely. I busted yeah. out on the way to work. Man, let me tell you what. Uh I I made I begged my dad to get me that tape and he he got it for me. I think he had to order it from one of the like music shops in Frankfurt and brought it home for me one day. But I only remember a few songs and definitely the only real reason I wanted it was because of Bartman. Do the Bartman. <laughs> right. But I also remember Homer singing, if it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have no luck at all, right? Yep. Born yes, under sir. a bad sign. It's yeah, the born only reason I know the song. Born <laughs> under a bad sign. And Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns sang one. What did he sing? He sang, look at all these idiots. Look, look at, at all, all those boobs. idiots. Look <laughs> at all those boobs. Oh, that's... Right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um Smithers gets a guitar solo and goes overboard in that song. And Mr. Burns kind of smacks him around. Um, I got that album on a church trip to Walmart. Okay. Don't ask me. I don't know why the church was going to Walmart or whatnot, but we were all in the (laughs) church van and went to Walmart. I walk out with a Simpsons uh, cassette. And of course, all the, all the 
people of the church were like, oh, you know, that's, I went to a Baptist church. So anything that wasn't, yeah, yeah you know, so they all looked upon that badly. Well, quick, quick uh, side note to that. My brother uh, went on a church field trip one time and brought my uh, white zombie La Sexorcisto devil music volume one cassette tape. Nice. And got, <laughs> got that revoked from me so thanks but, yeah well that uh yeah. that definitely beats me getting simpson sings the blues on a church yeah. trip i mean like you couldn't have picked a worse album title to bring on a church field trip but it's all good i i respect the uh oh, spart man yeah gotta, Dude, gotta have a little bart man i got bart man for christmas that year when it was hot and the action figures came out and like like we got Marge and Homer too, but like, man, I had Bartman. I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. I had a, uh, I had a Bartman. I had a normal Bart. I think I had a Nelson. Uh, wow, we had Nelson too. Yeah, we had Nelson. So there was a few. The Simpsons; those were pretty, pretty good toys. Great video games. All yeah. the Simpsons games were really good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Their arcade game is one of the best arcade games still. Hands down. Hands down. Yeah. Marge you know, was a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, Marge with the vacuum. You know, that Bartman song, I remember just being obsessed with it to the point to where, like, I knew that that it was one night when they were airing The Simpsons, and it was either before or after the episode, they were going to premiere the Bartman music video. And I wanted the song so bad that I took a little boombox, and I, like, put a blank tape in, and I, like, held it up to the TV <laughs> screen and, and recorded it just so I could, like, listen to it on my own accord. And if I was like, this isn't cutting it, dad, like, please give me the album. And so he got me the album. So, yeah. Oh, that is fantastic. So the Simpsons will be my final into this, uh, this TV surfing we're doing right now. So serve me up one more before we get out of here. What, what else do you got to, uh, to throw a curveball? I've, I've got the perfect one for me. One that I love. Never watched it as a kid. Only discovered it about, six years ago and i just fell in love with it and i don't know why oh i think i do know why but like it's a fun watch and that is believe it or not i know what it's gonna be what <laughs> i want to see what you think it is go ahead and tell me go ahead and tell me it is going to be jim <laughs> hey baby let me tell you something glamour and glitter fashion and fame let me that's all you need right there. Four things. And I love it. I love all of it, man. Jim and the holograms. Listen. It's got everything, man. It's got science fiction. It's got catty drama between two female rival rock bands. It's got a conniving son of a bitch record exec that's always trying to help the misfits sabotage Jim and the holograms. He's always trying to take over Starlight Music. There's drama. There's romance. There's cat fights. There's music videos within the cartoon. The, uh, but there's always some kind of peril. I mean, what, what do you need? What more do you need? Jim and Holograms. Let me tell you something. Love it. Love it. <laughs> so I did see a... Uh, only reason I do that is I've seen your post that you're on uh facebook oh, the other i was day, watching so. it the other night i was yes. laid up laid up in bed with a beer on my heating pad and i was watching jim and i was like i don't think it really gets any better 
than this right now. Or it's definitely worse ways to wind the night down. And I'll tell you what, yeah. Jim and the holograms. For all my ladies out there that love Jim, holler back at me. Let me know. I know y'all love it. All I'm right. So I'm not ashamed. There you go. That is that is uh, surfing this afternoon on the television. The parents are calling for curfew, so it's time to uh, wrap up so they can watch the evening news, which I'm sure we neither had any interest in doing so. Um, Jason, where can the people find you? Oh, you can find me on social media platforms such as Instagram and Facebook, not Twitter, at Jason Shepherd Artworks. And for the past few episodes, I've attempted to spell that out for you. But then I've learned that the white flashes the name up on the screen. So you can just look at how it's spelled there and come find me. And thank you. Yeah, for it's it, always cooler when you do the X. Oh, yeah. That's uh, A-R-T-W-O-R-X. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's where you can find me at. Where can they find that's you? And as always, you can find the Powerbomb Nation on Twitter at Powerbomb Nation, on Instagram at Powerbomb Nation, on Facebook, Powerbomb Nation, on YouTube, Powerbomb Nation. You can just Google Powerbomb Nation and look for the big purple rhino that uh, this man has brought to life for us. Keep in mind that the Culture Cast is a Powerbomb Nation network podcast, and it is brought to you by Powerbomb Digital Media. Like, subscribe. Hit that notification bell so that way every time me and Jason come to you with a new video, you're notified. Until then, peace out. Peace.